been listening to The Business of Flight, a podcast on behalf of San Diego International Airport and the San Diego County Regional Airport Authority. At San Diego International Airport, we focus on getting passengers from point A to point B quickly and efficiently, which means we're constantly striving to improve the airport. How does that happen and what does that look like? Join our team as we offer you a window seat view of the action and take a closer look at everything from the business of building a better airport to our commitment to working with small, local, and underrepresented companies within our community. The Business of Flight pulls back the curtain and shows you not just what we do, but how we do it, and most importantly, why. Good morning. I am Regina Brown, and I am the manager for the Small Business Development Department at the San Diego International Airport. And I'm here today with Deanna Andrews, California Small Business Coordinator for Sunt Construction Company. Welcome, Deanna. Thank you very much. So Sunt is currently working with the airport authority on the airport support facilities, as well as the air cargo facilities. Today, we're going to take a high-level look at what it takes to do business with Sunt, their opportunities, and how Sunt is working in the community to assure that all small businesses are trained on processes and procedures, have access to information on current and future opportunities, and some of the really common mistakes that small businesses make that prohibit them from getting work. So let's get started. Thank you again, Deanna, for taking time out of your busy day to join us. So I have a few questions here, and I want you just to kind of give your honest opinion. You've been in this um, business for quite some time, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. About how many years have you been doing this? Well, I've been in construction for 25 years, and the small business portion of it I've been doing for about eight years. So what, in your opinion, what common mistakes do small businesses make when trying to work with Sunt? Well, over the last eight years and all of the opportunities that I've met with small businesses at outreach events and so forth, I've come up with a few that I like to share with them to to help them out. Um, One of which is sometimes small businesses take on a little bit more than what they can handle. They feel that they can handle it, but it's a little bigger for them or that they actually try and sell their product or what they do to somebody that doesn't buy that particular product. So they need to to know who they're selling to Mm -hmm. uh, is one thing. Another thing is to, with Sunt Construction specifically, I've seen some of our small businesses not wanting to submit financials to get pre-qualified. And that would would really – eliminate them from being able to be invited to bid on on things. So they need to be comfortable with that. And for us, they can come into our office and sit down with somebody. They don't have to send it in. They don't have to relinquish their their financials in any way. And also to be patient. Right. Be patient. That that is a big a big thing for them because it, when they go ahead and they send in all of their paperwork and they do everything, it it has to happen on a yearly basis for the renewal. But sometimes our projects are so big that the opportunity for a smaller company isn't there as a direct contractor to us. Exactly. But there is opportunity there as a sub-tier to our direct subcontract. And that's a way for them to get their foot in the door. Exactly. But it does take time to try and connect or make that networking happen. So there needs to be a little bit of patience. Right. Well, that's totally understandable. And I've heard, you know, I've talked to others um, in your position, and they've mentioned the, some of the very similar things. Um, a small business, typically, they want 
you know, they they they're 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 running their organization and they want immediate work. Yes. But it does take some time. And, and I think a good thing, one of the things that you said that's very important is they may not be large enough to do it on their own. But if they come in as a sub, that gets them in the door. Correct. And and so that's what we want. The idea is to help them. And if, if it, you have to start at the bottom sometimes <laughs> and that's OK. You know, but it's getting them in the door. So I like that you um, work with them on that. You know, one other thing I did want to mention also that I found um, has really hurt some of the small businesses, and that is that they don't respond to us reaching out to them. Mm. And I've heard that from a lot of um, our other general GCs that I've met, that they call all of these small businesses because the opportunity happens in a blink of an eye right. sometimes. It's not necessarily a bid opportunity, but it's an opportunity that comes up during construction, and they don't respond to, to those opportunities. So that, that hurts them. That does hurt them, but you have to also remember that a lot of times these small businesses are working throughout the day, mm-hmm. most of which are working throughout the night in some cases, and you know they don't always have an opportunity to respond right away. So you know I don't know if there's other ways that you guys can kind of help with that. But I know that people are not just going to turn away work. And if they, you know, but they can't always, they're not not always readily available, maybe when you need. So maybe that's something that our listeners can kind of think about, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, providing other methods of contacting them, cell phones, because it's important that they know these opportunities exist before it's too late. Yeah. You know. No, you're right. Yeah. And and also what, what we've done is we've started having our outreach events in the evening. That's To good. try and help these small businesses because we know that they're one-man shops sometimes, right. you know, and, and that they have to work all day during the day. And so it's going to be hard for them to go to all the other outreaches that are happening. So we try and yeah. – we try and – Work it for them. Well, that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast here, because a lot of them can't get to the outreach events. So they have this access. They have this information um, readily available on our SAN.org website um, so that they can go and they can listen to things they might have missed throughout Mm -hmm. the week. So that's a good. okay. so um, let's move on. Um, Another question I have for you is besides registering and obtaining their certifications, what should a small business be doing to earn business with your organization? Well, there are, are a couple of things that I wanted to talk about with regards to that, and that is, one, there's the scent side of all of our projects that are not related to the San Diego airport, and then there's the side that's the San Diego airport projects, which is what you mentioned in the beginning, the airport support facilities and the air cargo facility projects. So with scent on all other projects other than the airport projects that we're doing currently, then we want you to, if you're a subcontractor that installs permanent work, we need you to get in and get pre-qualified into our database. It is a separate database than where a vendor or supplier or rental company, uh, professional services company would get into our database. We have two different locations. One's the pre-qualification location, the other's just plain registration for vendors. That's what we call them. Okay. So when they get in there, they have to identify all of their certifications that they hold, make sure you have a website, make sure you have a contact person, a generic email for your company is a big thing. Um, That makes sure that if anybody leaves the company or anyone's on vacation, they still get the contact connection. Um, And then with the San Diego airport projects, we actually have 
a two-step process. So again, any subcontractor that installs permanent work needs to get pre-qualified, and they get pre-qualified through SUNT, so that, that's the similarity there. But the other thing is it's the second step, and that's getting registered on Planet Bids. Of course. Yes, which is a, a great vendor registration uh, tool that we use, and we also use that for the bid opportunities. So our bid opportunities go out through that system. If they're not in there, then they are not getting notified of what's available. And the beauty of that is a vendor or supplier um, or a second-tier type of firm is going to know what bid opportunities are out there. And not only that, they're going to know who the potential bidders are. So now they have a direct contact to that bidder. And they can reach out to them. They have the contact name, their phone number, company name. So it's it's very transparent, and it's a perfect way for those companies to make those direct contacts. So that's for the airport. It's a two-step process. Okay. So tell me, how do small businesses take advantage of opportunities that may not be publicly announced, such as those that fall under the dollar threshold? I'm very glad that you asked that question. What I've seen over the years is that a lot of time firms out there in the community feel that if they don't get in the door right at the procurement stage, right up front with the estimators, that they're going to miss opportunities. And that's not the case because during construction, as everybody knows, lots of different things happen out there, Some a lot of things that are unplanned for. And my field guys know to give me a call if they need a particular like somebody having to do testing and inspection that they didn't plan on having, or somebody has to do some excavating that they didn't anticipate doing. Um, They'll call me, reach out to me, and then I provide them names of companies that I've met at outreach events and their business cards. That's a very important thing, as I mentioned before. Make sure you put on your business cards some little line or something very brief that says what you self-perform and also what your certifications are. It's very important. I take all of those business cards from my outreach events. I put them into a a database or an Excel spreadsheet that I filter for each one of my field personnel. And then I send them that information off, and then they can call you right away. Now, again, it's not at the procurement time at the very beginning. It's it's like during the entire period of time of the construction. Also, um, when we call you, make sure, please make sure that you do your best to get back to us within 24 hours. That, that, is, that is pretty important, especially since the guys are calling because they need a last minute something to be done. Okay. Uh, also, to make sure when you do register on our, in our system or pre-qualify in our system, you include a capability statement or a line card describing what you do. Yes. That's very important for us. I can then take those and send those to my field guys, and then they have these options that they can look at. So that's mm-hmm. very valuable. And then also to select the proper CSI codes. And those are codes that are called Construction Specifications Institute codes. Okay. Typically, those are used in the construction industry on the contractor side. Right. Codes like the NACE codes, N-A-I-C-S, are federal type codes. And they do not directly relate to the CSI codes. So it's sometimes hard for us if you're looking to use NACE codes only Make sure the CSI codes that you select in your registration prequalification are what you really do, what you self-perform. Okay, I understand. Otherwise, we'll be contacting you for things you don't do. Exactly. And that would be too much for you on your plate. So those are areas. Great. So I'm sure this next question that I have is what every listener wants to know. What current opportunities do you have available, be it the projects here at the Airport Authority or on other projects that you're working on? 
Sun has several projects, especially in the Southern California area, LA area. We're, we're working out in the San Bernardino area right now. We're working um, in the heart of LA right now. We're pursuing a lot of work. We have several projects we're pursuing here in, in the San Diego area and a couple that are finishing up. But our big ones that we're really happy and excited to be working on are the airport authority projects. And that is the, the airport support facilities and the air cargo facility. Now, the project that's moving along faster right now is the airport support facilities, which is starting its procurement. In fact, there's already a package out on the street um, for getting started on that. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to share with the, with the public right now is that we have a website, it's www.sunt, S-D for San Diego, S-D, Airport Projects, with an S at the end, dot com. That's our website for these two projects here at the San Diego Airport. And that website is going to provide you contact, photographs, in fact, of the people, our, our construction teams, our design teams. Um, they're going to have links to those design teams so you can reach out to them. You know who's working on the project. Um, you're going to know who the superintendent is. You'll have their email on there. Also, there's going to be the bid packages and the tentative dates that those bid packages will be released. Another thing that we're doing here at the airport to emphasize how important small business and local business is for us and veteran business is for us is that we're taking portions of this project, the airport support facilities, and breaking it up into north and south sides. So there are some, if where it's applicable, there are some areas uh, that we are able to have two contractors out there so that we can have smaller or debundle, as the construction Unbundle. industry says, yes, right? Yes, yes. Unbundle, debundle uh, larger packages into smaller packages. Because this particular project does span a great distance. So, again, north and south of the runway. Well, that is great to hear because one of the things that um, the small business team here at the Airport Authority really thrives on is local veteran small businesses. And we want, the idea is to make sure that everyone has has an opportunity to do business, be it with the airport authority or other agencies or other organizations. We want to see our local small businesses and our veterans really get a piece of the pie because there's a lot of work in San Diego. And, you know, sometimes you see uh, situations where the same company is working on every project. And we don't want to see that. We're happy for that small business, but we want to see other small businesses have an opportunity. And we want to see our local community really thrive. And so that is good that you're doing that. Keep that good work up. I I think I can say on behalf of everyone here at the airport authority, as well as in the community, we thank you for doing that. Well, well, thank you for saying that. It, it means a lot to, to me and to my organization that we're having this opportunity to do it. It's not always on projects where you can do that, mm-hmm. but the San Diego airport, because of your support, the, because of the San Diego airport support and the small business development department support, we are able to really uh, emphasize Good. giving opportunities to local small and veteran businesses. And, and we're excited about this project coming up and, and how many people are going to be able to participate in in their local environment. It's when we did the Greenbuild project, there were a lot of local companies on that, and they could actually look at it now and be so very proud of what they did exactly. as they go and fly out of out of San Diego or is come it, back into San Diego. It's a beautiful it's, facility. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. And and. You take pride. Yes. We're a local company, and we take pride in what we can see that we've done. So it's important to us, 
to make sure that the communities are part of these construction projects. Well, that speaks volumes, I can tell you. So another question that I really wanted to ask is, and you've kind of talked a little bit on this, but um, what three things do you really look for from a potential small business vendor? When you're out there looking, what three things, what are the top three things that really say, that's who I need? What they Mm -hmm. self-perform, that's important. Um, Again, I have to know what they do so that when the field personnel reaches out to me, I can get them your contact information immediately. Um, What your certifications are, all of your certifications. And let me emphasize that a little bit. All certifications, because every owner or every agency we work with on multiple projects, they look for different certifications. So try and get as many as you can. For every one of these small businesses, get as many of the... We... I've found up to 42 different types of certifications, and we would take any number of those. So make sure we look for that. We look for what certification, if it falls within what's needed for that project. Um, We want to make sure if you're a subcontractor that you're registered with the DIR and you have a DIR number. That's very important. Um, And also a website so we can see what you do. When I send that to my field personnel, they can see if you fit in line with what they're looking for. Right, because they're busy. They're just trying to, they're they're going through these websites. They need everything right there for them. Yes. I got it. Yes, so that they know who to call and then they reach out to them. Understood. Um, But also I, come to the events. Come to the events and talk to me. And, and send me an email. Again, my, my email address is CallieBizOutreach at Sunt.com. Send me an email. It shows me you're interested. And if you're interested, I have a little folder that says interested firms, you know, and I put it right there. And so I know those are the people I'm going to go to first when my field personnel are looking for you. So those are the things that you look for. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, so how can a small business market their business to your organization? So I know you talked about coming to the outreach events. If a small business can't get to the outreach event, what can they do to really market their business to you? One thing I say my estimators might really um, might really question me about this, but I, I actually tell people, come into our office and introduce yourself to the estimators. Get in front of them. Mm-hmm. It is so important because they're going to remember, a, just like me, I remember a business card and a face. They're going to remember that. And you can call them up, set set up a time just to come in and talk to them for five or ten minutes. It's the same as me when, when I get a business card or I get an email saying that a company's interested. That estimator sees that that company's interested. So my suggestion, we have an office here in San Diego We have with estimators. We have an office in Irvine with estimators. We have an office in Sacramento with estimators. So you, know, you can call them up. You can call me. You can reach out to me and get their phone numbers or get their emails. And reach out to them and say, hey, I want to come in and just introduce myself and just kind of get to know you. That's going to be a big deal for that the speaks volumes. It does. It really does. It, it lets people know that you're really interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Great. I think that's the best way. That is the best way. Mm-hmm. So listeners, you've heard that. You can go into the office. You can reach out to Deanna. And she's always willing to help. I know this personally. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's great. Well, uh is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about what you're do- what you are doing in the community for small businesses? Yes, in fact, there is. We are having with the airport projects, we are having four major outreach events. We've had two already. What were the locations? The locations that we've already had was at the Veterans Museum was one, so it was pretty much the heart of San Diego we look at. 
And the other one that we just had was up in North County. So we're picking the four major counties where the type of work that we're looking to bid out or procure those companies are in those areas. So we're awesome. trying to make it so it's easier for, for those companies to get there. The North County one was really hoping that we could get some people up in the northern part of San Diego and southern part of L.A. area, specialty type of, of subcontractors. The next one is in Chula Vista, so it's our south county. We're going to have one in East County the first week in November. The one I want to focus on is the one in Chula Vista, which is on October 23rd. And again, like I mentioned, it's between 4 and 6 p.m. So it's after typical construction hours so that people can come. We're going to have a light snack there for people to be able to come so they don't have to go eat before they come or after work. They can come in, enjoy themselves. What we have at these events are the contractors that are bidding work, that are bidding the, the, the trades that are currently out to bid. Okay. Okay. So, and then we also have both projects. Air Cargo currently has a design team that includes three major subcontractors. Okay. The electrical sub, the mechanical sub, and the plumbing sub. Okay. So they're already there at the outreach event. So sub-tiers, vendors, suppliers can come and talk to those people directly. In my research over the years, what I've noticed is that small businesses say, I never know who, who's, who's bidding the work. They want to come to me and ask me to hire them, but they're not first tiers, they're second tiers. So what I've asked them to do, basically, is come to these events, and I've provided a way for them to meet the actual people that are bidding the work. They need each other. They need the local small veteran businesses, and the local small veteran businesses need to know who's bidding the work. So this particular event is going to have um, various subcontractors there that are bidding on the pre-engineered buildings. They're going to be bidding. They're going to have electrical subs there. Um, there's going to be mechanical subs there. So everything that's going to be there, you're going to see on on our website because we have the actual event the flyer, the details, what opportunities are available, all of that is on the website. So please, please, please go to www.sunt, which is S-U-N-D-T, S-D, airport projects, with an S at the end, dot com. Okay, if you have trouble with that, with that website, please reach out to me. Again, Outreach at sunt.com, and I'll be able to provide that information for you. Please come to this event. It's a very valuable event. We've already brought on several people that we've met at both of the last two events that have done some minor work for us, just getting us mobilized right now. So that's what I'd like to really push out there for everybody. Great. Now, I know that you're also providing some training opportunities. Yes, and so tell are. me a little bit about that, because um, that's going to be important for those sub, those second tier subs who, you know, may not know how to um, your process as it relates to the paperwork and getting everything in on time. And and how tell me a little bit what about what you're planning to do as far as that goes, because I know you have something special for that. Yes. In mind. As soon as we start bringing on subcontractors, as soon as they we start awarding the work. Uh, to the larger firms, and they start bringing on sub-tiers, we're going to start having workshops. These workshops are going to cover things like safety, quality. Now, what they're going to focus on is here at the San Diego airport, what the safety and quality requirements are. But they're also going to try and help those small businesses 
become more proficient in those areas and be able to ask questions of special um, people that are, are specialists in these areas. So, like, I'm going to have the safety uh, manager there doing the safety portion of it. The quality control manager will be there doing the quality control portion of that of that training. So it's ways to ask questions, and it doesn't have to be just on the San Diego Airport project. It could be on another project that they're working on, and they have questions about it. There's also going to be um, training on how to put together change orders, how how to read and understand contracts to make sure you don't get any uh, little dings on you later on on Understood. any contract yes. that you're that you're working on. You want to make sure you understand that construction acumen, and so it's it'll be things like labor compliance, which is another area that sometimes hurts small businesses. We're going to have a labor compliance specialist there. We'll probably have a little bit more of of training for that than some of the other ones, simply because that does tend to be a struggle for some businesses, especially small businesses, because like you said, sometimes it's a one-man shop. Yes, exactly. And they need to do that at night. Mm -hmm. So, But those are the workshops we're going to have, and we're going to start having those as soon as we award, which should be towards the end of October. Okay. That's when they'll start. And all of the type of workshops, the times, the locations, all that, again, will be on our website. That is wonderful information. And and also, um, the Airport Authority, uh, we're hosting a Meet the Primes event on October 17th. So for those of you who may not um, be able to reach out to Deanna before, uh, if you're coming to our Meet the Primes event at the Scottish Rite Event Center, um, that event will be held again from 5 to 8 on October 17th. And it's the airport's annual event. It's a big one. And Deanna will be there. Yes, I will. With her team, and yes, she will. can <laughs> kind of recap some of the things that we've discussed today and help you with anything else that you might be interested in. So we really, really thank um, Deanna for um, taking time out of her busy day to come in, chat with us, and you know, let us hear a little bit about more about what they're doing over at Sun. They're doing a great job, and and I really enjoy working with Deanna um, as it relates to this the small business program. She is really dedicated to our community, and it shows in everything that she does. And so I really want to thank you from our small business team in the Airport Authority. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure, and it's wonderful always to be able to share with people my my thoughts and my experiences and how to help them. Great. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business of Flight, a podcast on behalf of San Diego International Airport and the San Diego County Regional Airport Authority where we take a closer look at the airport's role in the regional economy and how elevating the airport experience in turn takes our community to new heights. Until next time, safe travels, friends.